Welcome to the Bucket List Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Tao, and on this podcast, we are talking all things that make you feel like you are never too much and more than enough. This is for us, who know that they have so much to offer the world. Here, you and I are going to tend the fire within so that we can brighten the world from inside out. Hello and welcome back to the Bucket List Podcast. It's your host, Emily Tao. I hope you've all been super well and have had an excellent long weekend. Um, I'm coming at you today with something that I'm actually really, really excited to talk about. Um, I don't know about you, but like right now I am vibing so hard and I tell you what, it has been a Oh, it's been a month. Like, I, yeah, I don't know about you, but for me, there's just been something seriously off and seriously stirring in my waters and not in a good way. Like, I almost called my mum and told her that I was going to drop out of uni and quit my job and move back home because, to be honest with you, I didn't know what to do. And Now that I look back, I'm so grateful that I didn't make those irrational and dramatic decisions. However, that is totally something that I would do. But yeah, it's so hard when you're just feeling so low and so numb and everything is just so weirdly overwhelming. And when people continued to ask me how I was, I would just be like, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm alive and that's good. But oh they look at you after you say that and they're like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? And it's just been weird because nothing is wrong. Like I'm actually doing really well for myself right now. Like uni, I'm doing the best at uni that I ever have. I've just gotten two new jobs, which is super exciting. Um, One of those jobs is, it's like a bar job and it's like 15 minutes down the road from my house, which is epic because the last job I had I was literally working in Kingscliff and from where my house is it's like a 45 minute drive and people were like surely you can get a job closer to your house and I finally did so that's been sick it's so nice to just have such an easy drive home I'm like wow this is what life is like when people live close yeah anyway it's been really good and then the second job I got um I'm working at Headspace so if you don't know what Headspace is it's a mental health service for people um like for young people ages 12 to 25 and my role is I'm on the community awareness team and so I like basically in a nutshell um I get to help out with the youth advisory council And when I was in port, I used to always want to be on the Youth Advisory Council. But the thing was that I just had like so much shit on my plate at any given time. So, yeah, there was no way I could have done it. But I tell you what, when people say that you can do anything but you can't do everything at once they fucking mean it all you have to do is trust that the universe knows exactly what your desires are and trust that the answer for when you tell or ask the universe for what you want surrendering that means 
like when you surrender, that means that you you just trust in the timing. Anyway, that was like a slight tangent and not really what I wanted to talk about. But anyway, oh, I guess. Anyway, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But yeah, so life's been really, really good. But I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird because I, I want this life and I've like literally manifested this life ever since I was like 15 um, and I've, I've dreamed about it and weighed about it and sometimes even though everything is great things inside us are just off. I was talking to a couple of my girlfriends about these feelings that I was having and they said, you know what, like they're a bit older than I am. And they said, maybe this is just a season in your life. Like you can't expect yourself to feel good all the time because if you did, then you wouldn't appreciate how good it feels when you feel good. And I walked away from that conversation being like, well, yeah, I know that. And I know that we go through seasons in our life, but the more and more I reflected on it and the more and more I realized that a lot of us really struggle to accept the season that we're in because we do want to feel good all the time. You know, I want to be the Emily who wakes up at 5 a.m. every day and sings and and dances in her kitchen with her housemates. And I want to be the Emily that is super productive all day every day because she's raising her frequency and channeling that boss-ass CEO energy. And I want to be the Emily that makes people smile, who inspires her friends to be grateful and happier. But Unfortunately, that's not realistic and swallowing that pill is such a struggle for us sometimes. I'm there and the universe is like holding me like the pill packet and I'm like, get fucked. Like I want the serotonin and the testosterone so I can go get a high distinction on my law essay and go to the gym. But at the end of the day, like I'm not listening to myself and we do that so often we fail to listen when our emotions and our minds and our bodies are screaming at us to stop this might manifest for you in in feeling numb or feeling depressed overwhelmed um worthless or anxious and more often than not well like I find for me like I get really really frustrated because I'm doing all the right things. But no matter how much you try and try to feel happy, you're numb. You can't control that feeling. Like you can't control this season when it comes. Sometimes it honestly just comes. And what's important, however, is that you keep doing all those things that allow you to feel good. Keep hanging out with yourself. Keep prioritizing yourself. Keep getting up. Keep showing up because what you're doing is you're reinforcing to yourself that no matter how you are feeling, no no matter how numb you are, you are still important. You are still a priority. And you'll be able to cope with these feelings of numbness so much better. And the reason for that is because self-love is a daily practice. No matter how good or how shit, you know, like, you know, let's say you're on like pain, like physical pain medication. And no matter what, you have to keep taking that medication every day, even and especially when you start to feel better. It's very similar to that, like doing all these daily practices to ensure 
that you're keeping yourself grounded, that you're keeping yourself in check and asking yourself how you're feeling, you know, some days it's just easier than others. Some days it's it's so easy to get up and go for a walk and some days it really takes a lot of of convincing but but that's okay and the more and more you choose to sit in these negative feelings the more and more you begin to believe that your bucket's empty and that's when you really start to feel debilitated and start to question what's wrong and what we're doing wrong and how can your bucket be empty when everything seems like it's okay does that make sense yeah (laughs) look I'm I really want you to know that your bucket is is never empty but you may be filling it with the wrong thing and that thing is taking up way too much room and energy and you carry it around with you everywhere and and anywhere you go and as you can probably guess that's exactly what I did I took those feelings of negativity with me to uni to work to the gym and slowly I started to really question everything in my life I was like oh my gosh have I chosen the wrong degree did I move to the wrong place was I ready to start this podcast am like I was just yeah it was it was a time um I remember when I was little I used to wake up in the middle of the night really like really being unable to breathe like because I have asthma and mum would leave our puffers upstairs with her in her bed and yeah, I'd wake up and I'd be needing my puffer and I don't know why, but I would just lie there debating whether or not I would walk upstairs to mum and use my puffer. And sometimes I would lie there for like 10, 15 minutes. But then once I would be like, okay, no, 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 go get your puffer. It was very strange, but I kid you not, as soon as I got upstairs, I didn't need my puffer anymore. It was like as soon as you make that first step to actively pursue your happiness, you start to feel good because there is a major difference in trying to force yourself to feel good and choosing to pursue your happiness. And that's why they say that happiness is a choice. And I tell you what, I used to fucking hate it when people said that to me. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Because you're telling me in one breath that I can't help how I feel. And in the same breath, you're telling me that happiness is a choice? Like, what? But that's because I didn't understand what choosing to be happy meant. And the more and more I've like felt like this the more and more I can realize that choosing to be happy means that you're acknowledging and respecting the fact that you have to actively choose to show up and focus on your well-being it's literally the exact same as like chasing a physical goal or an intellectual goal you know if you want to run faster if you want to lift heavier if you want to know more you have to actively choose to put into the work to put in the work sorry to set yourself objectives so that you can achieve your goals you have to invest the time into working of yourself even when it's hard choosing to be happy means that you acknowledge that you don't feel happy in this moment Allowing yourself to feel the numbness, to acknowledge it, to be with it, to be there with the hurt and the sadness. But then bringing all that back to gratitude and reminding yourself that you're okay, 
that you have amazing things in your life, that you have incredible people in your life, that you're a powerful person. And all these feelings do is make you all the more human and all the more relatable. And this all comes back with having a good relationship with yourself and your ability to communicate in a positive way to yourself. I'm so sorry if you can hear my laptop like charging and uncharging. <laughs> it's fucked. I need a new one. Anyway, um, yeah, you do have the choice to surrender what you can't control and accept that whatever situation you're in or season of life you're enduring, you have the power and the strength to trust in your ability to overcome it. And you choose to be happy through the way you cope with how you're feeling, especially and especially, sorry, especially when you have no control over your feelings. Like that's when it's so fucking important to be there for yourself, to be your best friend, to learn how to trust yourself. And again, trust that everything happens for a reason. Because energy flows where your intentions flow. I'm not saying you can't be sad. I'm not saying that if you are sad, that you're allowing yourself to be sad. And I don't want to discredit you if you're experiencing those feelings of depressions and anxiety because they are so real. But what I am saying is that you do have the ability and the power to change your mindset. But it's only through an active participation of consciously feeding your mind positivity and love. Like I said, it's so important that we don't resist how we're feeling and and really taking the time to rest because it's a really good time to hear from yourselves about the direction you're going and the next steps you want to take and by spending that really quality time with yourself and reminding yourself on the bigger picture recharging and retreating during this season you allow yourself to prepare for like the big ideas and the goals and the dreams that you really really do want and literally think about it like you're actually preparing for a winter and like it's as if your survival depends on you taking the time to chill out to rest to feel what you're feeling, to reflect, and then to move forward. And like all in all, I guess it's just about loving yourself enough to be successful. <laughs> uh, let me try that again. It's about loving yourself enough to be consistent, like by taking the time to to reevaluate your life from a holistic perspective. Um, like, are you getting enough sleep? Are you eating well? Are you exercising? Are you practicing gratitude? Are you spending enough time with your friends? Are you spending enough time with yourself? Are you prioritizing yourself? Like, I'm not going to lie to you for a minute there. I was getting really, really worried about myself. And so I just went straight to the GP and I asked her to check me for literally everything. Like, how's my iron? How's my protein? How's my vitamins? And then it turns out everything was fine, which is super good because like I'm like majority, what's the word? I don't know. But I'm eating a plant-based diet at the moment and especially like as a woman as well who gets her period, like it's so easy for us to be so low in iron. But she was like, no, girl, like you're fine. And I was like, well, fucking cheering then. And But then I was like, okay, well, what's wrong? So I also, to back, up what the GP was saying I went to my coaches 
at the gym and just ask them to help me with my food plan and like um, ask them to help me with my macros to make sure like I'm sustaining enough, um, like sustaining myself enough to, to be active all the time and, and to whatnot. And, and then I went and talked to my friends and I went and talked to my mum and my dad and I told them what was going on and my sisters and my brother's girlfriend and I went for a walk and I continued to meditate and to journal and to write down my goals and to manifest the next chapter of my life and to tell myself five things I loved about myself. Even if I didn't feel like I believed it, I just told myself anyway. And that was like my walk up the stairs to get my puff out was choosing to go into this week, prioritizing myself and telling myself that I'm going to have a great week, fucking off those negative thoughts where I was saying to myself, I feel like shit. I don't know what's wrong. Every time I thought that, I would just tell myself, you know what? You're okay. You're going to get through this. You're already getting through this. You are much stronger than you think you are. And you're going to have a great day. And slowly but surely, oh my God, I got into the car with my one of my best friends, Emma, the other day. And she was like, okay, how are you feeling today? And for the first time in so long, I was like, oh, I'm vibing. Like, I'm so good. And she cheered and we were smiling and laughing. And it's that kind of celebration that, that grounds you. And it's it's so important to communicate with, with the people around you, no matter what. Like your feelings, they're not burdens on other people. You have to be honest about these things. Like if you'd broken your arm or your wrist, you wouldn't hide it from your mates. And I think I've said this before, but there's no way we can endure this life alone. Like we aren't supposed to. When we're alone, when we feel alone, we're going to fight or flight mode. So if you are feeling this way and you're continuing to get up every day and prioritize yourself and to make sure that you're filling your bucket with with the right things, with the things that allow you to choose your happiness and show up as the person that you want to be. I just want you to know that I see you and you're not in this alone and know that these feelings will pass and that you've done this once, you can overcome it again. And now you know how. I'm going to leave you there. But thank you for letting me share that with you. I'm so excited. I have something very special planned for the next episode. Hopefully it'll come out a lot sooner than the last two have. But oh well, you'll be right. Um, but yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Follow me on the socials at the Bucket List Podcast. Oh, wait. At the underscore Bucket List Podcast. And then at Emily Tao underscore X. Um, but. In the meantime, keep filling those buckets, set your boundaries, communicate love to yourself, be kind to your mum, drink lots of water, go for a walk, eat oats, and have patience with yourself, and I shall smell you later.